Support for this podcast is brought to you by David Nolan. Thank you, David. Your voice helps us bring new voices, fresh voices, and credible voices. If you like what we are doing here, if you like what we say, if you like the new perspective that we bring here, do consider supporting Mind Podcast. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Podcast 70.0, your weekly source for news, views, and analysis and analysis of news. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you on yet another newsy week from Houston together with me at Sunanda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Burawalli. At least for this week, we'll be a little closer to Prime Minister Narendra Modi than all our listeners from India will be, <laughs> geographically at least. Geographically, yes. Uh, he will be in the United States um, next week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I'm not quite sure. Sixth, seventh, and eighth, or I'm not sure. It's a couple it's of days. It's hard to keep track of uh, Prime Minister Modi's yeah. itinerary. By the time you wake up, he is in another ta- country. Zone. He's in another time zone. He's in Qatar right now. He was in Afghanistan. Before. Very important visit. So very uh, interesting visit. We'll be talking a little bit about Modi in America and uh, you know what. The, how this has progressed from his last visit is this a significant visit or is it is he coming to on a bilateral visit when the outgoing president is in lame duck phase so that's something we want to discuss we'll also be talking about uh, the violence that happened in Mathura uh, and when I say we'll also be talking about since there are so many topics we're trying to go into cover as many as we can we may leave there might be a couple of them left out because of the positive time but you know I'm apologizing in advance for that. Uh, then we're also going to be talking about uh, the Bihar topper thing that uh, that has been making the that news. That is not a topper anymore. Huh, that is not a topper anymore. It's now a failure. I mean, it's a sad state of affairs, Very as sad. you rightly said, Sunanda. And uh, if, I mean, if you, by the way, haven't read Sunanda, which I think she's one of her best columns, she's written on the story of many Vyapams across India. Uh, she's plugged on Twitter and just about when the Vyapam scam broke out and this... Bihar cheating photo which went viral uh, last year broke out she wrote on it so do check it out because Vyapam is really not a scam Vyapam is a symbol of our failing education and how we fail our young people and that is it's a symbol of that and I hope powers to be noticed that absolutely we um, we also had the thing about Eknath Khatse the revenue minister of Maharashtra resigning uh, we are not quite sure about the reasons but I mean India today did a couple of uh, uh, damning reports on that and they, they, they could be because of you know that and I'm of course I'm sure it's some relation to that but w- what what was the specifics of it we'll try to explore and then uh, uh, lastly we'll uh, try to just you know give an overview about what the events happened in the week but before we start I mean we heard a very tragic thing happened last night uh, uh, the heavyweight champion Muhammad Ali boxing champion uh, legend and in in many ways an icon for yes. many movements in US passed away tragically at the age of 74 and I mean since then tributes have been pouring in people have been saying and I I mean we just wanted to do a small segment on him before we segue into this week's yeah. news so promote Sunanda initial thoughts my initial thoughts and I'll let you come in uh, after that um, promote is um, Muhammad Ali the greatest as he was often called and I followed him I don't follow the sport of boxing I don't understand the sport of boxing as much so I you only indulge in it <laughs> I only indulge in it but I, I so my memory of him and my um, understanding of Muhammad Ali was more as a civil rights icon as someone 
who wrote beautifully, who spoke beautifully, who even in very few words would um, make the most powerful impact you know everyone knows uh, float like a butterfly sting like a bee everyone knows that don't make the um, days count uh, don't count the days make the days count, the days count. so those are things that uh, you know very pithy lines that he uh, he just gave and uh, mm. my earliest memory of muhammad oh. ali is in my english textbook when i was a very little girl there was this chapter about him standing at the um, in rain one night and throwing his uh, Olympic medal in um, River Ohio. This is now a story that is very well known that um, he was very very fond of his Olympic medal that he had won and he used to sleep with it and he used to move around with it he would never leave it and then one day in one thing he, he just fit threw of it, rage. fit of rage mm. something had happened and he threw it in the River Ohio he said this cannot get me get rid of the of who I am mm. and the color of my skin. So I'm going to. Th what good is this Olympic medal to me if I am still going to be known as um, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King would say by the color of my skin and all the content of my character? Uh, Muhammad Ali, one of the greatest Americans, as I would say. Prabhu, um, I am knocked out. You're knocked <laughs> what out. What did I say? He's he's one of. A <clears throat> A personality is that has been in, on the outer edge of politics, has held immense influence just like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King did take the plunge towards a political movement at least, but Muhammad Ali's stature did not allow him probably to wade into the day-to-day -day of politics, but he was an integral part of the civil rights movement. There is no question about it, whether symbolically, whether his fights were to show the power of human uh, sustenance, whether he was himself a symbol of that, uh, you know, reprisal, whether that was the correct word to use. Um, I have grown up seeing Muhammad Ali's fights on TV rerun over and over again, whether it is the fight on against uh, Sonny Liston or Joe Frazier, the all first of these one famous, fights, famous yeah. fights. The, four defeats that he had of the enormous number of uh, battles he fought uh, and his retirement in 81 people thought he would never retire you know that's how popular that's how good he was the knockout punches that he delivered i mean the stands the kind of uh, mm. panache with which he would come into the ring it was <laughs> even today your young vijendra saying all of these young boxers do you know idolize him not just for the in the ring personality but outside of the ring and yeah. What he personalized and the struggles, he comes from a very impo impoverished background, yeah. as you would imagine. Mm -hmm. And uh, the starting of the boxing career at age of 12. He yes. started training, training at, 12. at age of 12. Mm -hmm. and then Won his first championship at yeah. 20. 20. And it went yes. on till in the 40s, which is a yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. you know. You know, the, that, that long of a career is just amazing. A great soul has passed into ages. Mm -hmm. And uh, my. And the just just to wrap it up, we, before the podcast, me and Sunanda, we were discussing about his statements on the Vietnam War and yes, so forth. And Pramod was saying how, so the, the athletes of the 60s and 70s in US, I mean, they assumed a larger role in the socio-political life as well. And it was not just limited to sports. And that dichotomy, so it's, 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 it's just, I'm, I won't even say dichotomy, it's too big of a word. I, I would say just the dual life that they were yeah. living. It was very interesting because they were not just looked upon as sporting icons, they were also looked upon as 
as uh, icons for a movement that was going he, on. He followed the philosophy that I do agree very deeply that if you have problems at home, you can't go fight wars outside. Absolutely. Well, that, that wraps up. Then. I just want to, before we wrap up, I want everyone to read what he said when he refused to be drafted in uh, Vietnam, War. Vietnam War. He said, they will, the last line of that is, I know they will put me in the prison, but what good is that? I have been in prison for the last 400 he years. He was sentenced and then later the, the yeah. term was overturned. But he said a line that he said, uh, I know they will send me in the prison, but I have been in prison for 400 years. Beautiful line. Beautiful so read that whole speech that he so, gave about Vietnam War. Jumping to the current news now, uh, you had the interesting uh, thing about, well, I wouldn't say interesting, but the Revenue Minister of Maharashtra, Mr. Eknath Khadse, resigning today. So uh, what was Pramod wants to just give an overview. He of has his sources, as um, usual. I you don't do, have sources. I do. I have verified the story. There is part truth and part uh, the political atmosphere in which we are living in. Is mm. uh, I am a firm believer that if there is anybody who can herald change in the political management and political yeah. economy of this country, it is Narendra Modi because again. He himself is somebody who is not attached to material things. No, but what that. is he doing? Is he making it difficult for uh, Netas to make money? What is he doing? What is Narendra Modi no, doing? No, he's, he's <laughs> not. See, I, I, I don't support Narendra Modi fully on this one also. Because public perception, Aam Party is such a uh, entity that they will, you know, create ruckus and they will leave without substantiating anything. That yeah, is why yeah, their yeah. leaders are all fa facing uh, defamation yeah, cases, yeah, uh, left, right and center. Yeah, so to verify a case, and this is this is a glaring misdeed, I'm 100% I'm sure about it, you know, government land or no land, once somebody gets into this mess called land in mm. India, especially they're all in Mumbai, they're all, corrupt. Let you know. they're all yeah. corrupt. Anybody mm. in India who's purchased land, Purchased property is corrupt, True. which is ninety percent of the people. Yeah, is nine are ninety percent of the people who are ever going to aspire to political office always going to resign on the first instance somebody makes an accusation at. But them. you're not. Are you um, coming out in support of uh, Eknath Khadse? What is your stand on? I'm this? not supporting Eknath Khadse uh, as a revenue surely, minister. He should surely this is not the should, same should, thing as me buying something and someone forcing me to give half half have, my um, money yeah. in black. When you are in public office, public office, Indian politicians should understand one thing: shut up and stop buying in anybody's name. Hmm. Be it your own name or somebody else's name, don't buy. Paan saal mein kuch kharida, mar jaoge, na. No, but this is yeah. the thing. An Anand Are Rang they going to die uh, if they uh, don't uh, buy uh, that property? Our good friend Anand Ranganathan, he, he said a very interesting line that Indian politicians understand conflict, they understand interest. But when you put a preposition, they don't understand conflict of interest. They just don't. This is, I mean, this has gone on. Because, because they don't understand the concept of principle, not principle. <laughs> yeah. Problem I mean, is. These people think that quid pro quo it basically emerges because of their personality. The quid pro quo is a, the highest form of corruption as specified by every single court of law. When you are in power, stay away. Do not engage in... No, no, purchases. not even in power. When you are even in opposition, I mean, no, just I'm, stay away. No, no, no. <laughs> when you are in opposition, that's where I differ. Where, where I come in this political economy aspect of it is... Are you now going to define that in when you are in uh, political life, in public life, 
you are never going to buy a property in you india should. you cannot buy a property without cash but this is surely not buying a house or uh, something that is living in this no, is no i'm just talking about the principle of buying a property no, principle is different they're not this big of this a land big, no, yeah. no no not and not even the, like the, buying a house and stuff there are cases where it happens where you can i mean go and buy legitimately also yeah i mean there, there, not say there, that there, right now in right now it's economy. changing massively i can i this, can tell you this, there are schemes coming up and uh, pr- uh, houses and this, stuff in uh, cities this is so, just the tip of the iceberg this man has become the bakra Oh. everybody who has a property more than 10 acres is susceptible to be booked under corruption so yeah so um, very um, it's a murky no, but thing but i am not in agreement complete agreement with pramod pramod is trying to you are trying to say as if he just is this poor guy who was buying some property and there is no way to buy clean property in india and he got that's not what it is it is a much bigger thing than this if you look at the india today sting on him hmm. it's a pretty big thing absolutely you agree? i am with sulanda on this why i'm not inclined to believe it's not like bichara fas gaya types Nein. it's not a bichara fas gaya case at first, all first of all first of all it did not start with that sting alone yeah it started with his calls and the things the about alleged about thing about daud ibrahim yeah, it came is, out to be false the, uh, it can't be true it, i mean daud ibrahim having any contacts within any elements of the bjp in swisena is almost next to political suicide for anybody to come to that this stage and no, fact, even, if it even is, before devendra fadnavis eknath khatse was being considered as the chief ministerial candidate yeah, yeah. i mean he was actually so no, the number 2 because he had revenue agriculture uh, and all so of that so this looks so. like a political uh, angle to it also but at the same time what my aspect is just to clarify it mm-hmm. is he made the cardinal mistake of buying property mm. shut up and stay quiet Yeah. you really have to buy a property do it when you are retired or do it when you are not in power when you are rotting and you have nothing else to do but to but qualify that this was not a property ek bichare ne ghar ha he made a mistake no not just that it surely did and irrespective of whether he was in power or not yeah. this was not and it mean it was a water tight report by india today yeah. so yeah. i mean you know the journalistically rahul and shiv and all they did a pretty pretty interesting so this pretty was india job. today impact this time I, you would you can absolutely say that for yeah. sure and um, uh, whether what comes out and whether they go into investigations remains to be seen but, but I, again I, Coming back to the larger point, Aditya, just to uh, underline this, political economy of India has not been reformed yet. India is getting reformed, not the politics. The politics, unless within the BJP, mm. there is a massive impact. Why Narendra Modi is a sthita pragya, meaning he doesn't have any attachment mm. to any worldly things. Ninety-nine percent of them do. BJP politicians are also married. They need uh, a, a regular source of income. Mm. Where is that income coming from? So unless we reform, so, oh uh, as God. you have already said, um, and we have said Not it on many podcasts, then. we need to reform so, the electoral economy. So I was coming to that. So Nanda, most people forget you also had that sting by India Today about that uh, JDS guy for Rajya Sabha. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you cannot forget. So what Pramod is saying, it does, I mean, in terms of reforming the political economy, that part I agree with because you know. राज्य सभा में होता है बीरेंद्र सिंह आल्सो गॉट इनटू ट्रबल अ फ्यू टू इयर्स पॉलिटिकल विक्ट्रीज इज जस्ट नॉट द मैंडेट ऑफ अमित शाह इफ अमित शाह कैन नॉट रिफॉर्म द पार्टी विद इन इफ दे कीप थिंकिंग दैट कांग्रेस इज द ओनली एनिमी दे हैव टू डिफीट एंड विन विक्ट्रीज आफ्टर विक्ट्रीज आफ्टर विक्ट्रीज इवन अर्जुना वाज डिफीटेड इन हिज लास्ट बैटल दिस इज नॉट महाभारत राइट बिफोर द महानिर्वाण आई मीन बिफोर लॉर्ड कृष्णा वेंट अवे सो everybody will face defeat if they don't reform the next generation of bjp politicians and give them a clear path 
to both sustain themselves financially you if you don't take care of them financially if you don't show them a clear path how to sustain their families then bjp will collapse on its own weight yeah Mm. so it's it's a very important point but now coming to another thing that dominated the news uh and this was kind of sad i really really felt sad about it there was this thing that they did with the toppers bihar toppers i think again i think india today did this story they have done some good very, stories uh, very good stories this time and strong stories about uh, somebody who was asked that political science and the, the topper said, topper in this girl was a topper in political science and, and the she, boy who was a topper in science uh-huh, i did not see the boy's thing but the, i i did see the girl's thing where they said that they asked in what about political science first of all she said something very inaudible which was not really political science and something about cooking yeah she, she said she they asked her what do you teach and what do you learn in cooking and she this is the topper of political science stream and she said you learn how to ro- cook. roti banana, uh, banana, banana, banana. And, and for the science student did not the science topper did not know the connection between h2o and water mm. this is a really sad state of affairs i mean uh, one laughs and one uh, thing and then what happened after the sting the bihar government they um uh, made them rewrite the exam and needless to say they failed all of them they had to so what was really happening was that somebody else had written their exams for them or they had probably bought if you know the examiners or something some vyapam like scam had again happened because this is what vyapam actually was people writing exams for you know this proxy people writing exams for others that is what vyapam was and that is what mm-hmm. i had written in that piece that this is not vyapam is not just madhya pradesh problem vyapam is happening all over india it's a vyapak it's a vyapak scam really <laughs> so the biggest scam here is it's not a scam it's a tragedy it is a tragedy of our young people where we are not able to raise the bar of education in second tier cities third tier cities and fourth tier cities it should be so a bachelor's from delhi university is considered very good and this thing but a bachelor's from bihar university should also get some credit so, but right now a bachelor's from bihar university acha bihar university se so this is this is what i was telling sunanda not to take any names of specific universities or something that in india a lot of times it happens that you have the top 20 top 30 top 14 don't quote me on these numbers exactly i'm just giving yeah. a general trend they are pretty good you know great excellent. education excellent and stuff and then the decline is extremely steep it's not a gradual decline mm-hmm. to say the number 500 or yeah. number 100 no, in us what you see the top 30 40 are you know brilliant in some of ivy leagues and some great state you know but then the decline is almost uh, there's a slow decline ki aisa nahi hai ki when you go from like 40 to 50 or something there's like oh my god complete change and, and uh, just to complete something and i'm not even getting into the research aspect and all that research mein to aasman zameen ka farak hai zameen aasman ka farak hai in 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 in, in this and um, what this is also showing is ki acha chalo and this makes me the cynic in me makes me question this was this happened once has this happened before i'm sure i'm sure it has yeah. and uh, had this not come out kya kuch ho raha tha pehle without no, us even I knowing i had a i had a friend from bihar when i was doing my masters in st stephen's college i had a friend from bihar who and had th- also just, done just to, this is not just to pick on bihar this no, happens no, in many other states good. also as i have said exactly yeah. thank you for pointing that yes. but i had this friend since we're talking about bihar i had this friend i'm not going to name her because she is now uh, DC district collector and her name is often in the newspaper so I won't rename her I know her you are sounding her. like one of those sources that promote stuff I know talk, I know her I know her pre fame days but she was from Bihar and she did IAS later but when I asked her I said why are you here why are you studying in New Delhi I mean because she used to miss her family and she had to take these uh, 
ट्रेन यू नो उस जमाने में बैक होम एंड वेल बिकॉज देर इज नो गुड कॉलेज इन टू स्टडी इन बिहार सो आफ्टर टेंथ ग्रेड दे वुड कम बैक आई हैड अनदर फ्रेंड फ्रॉम असम हु हैड कम फ्रॉम इन टेंथ ग्रेड टू स्टडी इन डेली यूनिवर्सिटी ऑल ऑफ दम यूज टू मिस देयर पेरेंट्स ऑल ऑफ दम यूज टू लिव इन दीज पी जी अकोमोडेशन जस्ट टू स्टडी इन डेली यूनिवर्सिटी बिकॉज देर वॉज नथिंग देर वॉज नथिंग इन बिहार वेर दे कुड स्टडी सेम इन असम सेम इन अदर प्लेसिस सो द थिंग इज दैट वॉट आर वी डूइंग विद वेन इज दिस रियल एजुकेशन रिफॉर्म कमिंग वी डू नीड टू री राइट आर टेक्सट बुक्स येस दैट इज इम्पॉर्टेंट बट एट द सेम टाइम वी ऑल्सो नीड टू इम्प्रूव द क्वालिटी ऑफ द सेकेंड टेयर थर्ड टेयर फोर्थ टेयर इंस्टीट्यूशंस आई हैव बीन मैनेजिंग कंपनीज एंड क्रिएटिंग जॉब्स इन इंडिया फॉर ऑलमोस्ट इलेवन ईयर्स नाउ Uh, i might have personally hired about 1500 people till date yeah and um, we have stopped the practice of looking at their mark sheets really yeah, we don't whether they are from iit whether they are from the local college we do conduct our own tests to evaluate whether they know that they have the skills mm. even if they got training from a training institute right across mm. the street have they really applied their mind to it and does that match to the requirement that i have internally uh in india this because our major major operations is in yeah. india and so uh, i have to hire people in india um so creating employment is a big challenge in one way is there is a big mismatch between what marks they are getting what is the knowledge they have accrued yeah. and what i i really required for getting my job I agree. it's a very big mismatch yeah. now the, the prime minister has initiated the skills india program which is still going to take a lot of years to uh, basically for the 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 gap to be bridged but at the same time i i would urge uh, people to look at this as a very big issue just like corruption is because we are producing numbers the numbers are going to be pumped out into the market very soon at 1 million graduates every yeah. month there is not enough uh, companies first of all and the second point is the quality that is getting produced is basically going to lead to more and more um distraught uh, society yeah. because once the youth is um um uh, you know uh dissatisfied they are not getting employed no, and there is unrest there that's is how you that's how you create social unrest in the thing and that is the biggest actually skill that yeah. modi is sitting on Absolutely. is lack of employment creation right a lack of jobs and the thing is and this is um in other words connected to um good um, educational opportunities because any of these graduates who are coming out they are not going to be hired by private sector at all because private sector is worried about their reputation and what they do so then they they flock to the and, and, government and, and, sector and, 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 and they flock to public sector public, public sector does not have and, any and jobs and just to come come and come in after this promote this is not just to limit to this there are lots of cases in medicine and stuff also where we've seen that people who probably don't get the marks or something they get into yeah, other that's what we are talking about yeah. Yeah, Rapam was just in teachers thing. I'm saying no, in, no, there in medicine are, also. In medicine also, and there are colleges, you know, yeah. where you if you don't get the marks, you can go in let and stuff like that. Let me let you in on a HR secret. I have been applying uh, in my companies. The companies are managing. You are letting company. all our listeners in, but I'm just uh, saying. Uh, <laughs> is do not go on the job description that the HR advertises. Mm. I tell my HR manager to go with the job description. but we get 10 resumes that do not match to our job description mm. normally in a very large corporation like an mnc they would not the hr manager is only trained to match the resume to, to the, the job, job description. description but i have made it a rule 
that even if they do not match yeah if they've sent their resume based on whatever they feel we actually call them for an interview mm-hmm. to find out to tr- try to see if there is a hira amongst the yeah. the whole this thing because you never know they could be really good talkers they could have withheld mm-hmm. their they withheld their knowledge because they were not getting the right avenues you have to extract that from them mm-hmm. you know what That's i feel bad, bad about i feel bad about really good students who get crushed in this because they cannot go anywhere into bigger colleges before we get to our uh, next topic um i do want to say that this is mindmakers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mindmakers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashisht which is me So yeah this is a big scam this is it starts with the schools and colleges and you know goes to jobs and it's it's just it's so murky i don't know how they're going to clean it up and stuff and uh, the the problem is when when uh, when they say acche din you know acche din in what and that's that when you don't qualif- qualify it's going to it, it's going to it's going to mean very different things for different people so for somebody in education sector that's what it means for somebody in job sector acche din means something else so that that's why the challenges are huge but uh, we can only hope something good comes out of this and then um, uh, saw an interesting tweet uh, uh, on tweets on twitter as well about you know why are only the toppers being checked i mean should the non toppers also be checked so that's <laughs> that's another thing uh, i think it was tweeted by namrata uh, namrata dikshit so anyways this was a um, couple of things that we uh, we saw uh, coming to from uh, from job applications to job creations to uh, convincing people about job creation which is prime minister narendra modi strip to america and other and but i'll, I'll tell you something it's not just about job because afghanistan is a strategic visit after what happened in iran probably uh, qatar is probably uh, based on finances and stuff and america is a combination of both the only thing what i'm really curious about is right now everyone knows that president obama is in a lame duck phase of his presidency So he'll come and meet Donald Trump. So you are you are you like Hillary? Also, are you also telling everyone to envision him as the president do, of the United States? Do not, States? Under, like do not underestimate uh, Obama post presidency. I'm not. I'm not. He has I'm the stature. He has the global uh, acceptance. That I have can, a favorite line that I've often I have said it to Adit once. I have said um, even the lame duck president of United States is the most powerful man in the yes. world. <laughs> They have so much leverage with the. world bank with international yeah. monetary fund mm-hmm. with aid agencies with a uh, lot of uh, the um, you know so, you know rehabilitation work that happens yeah. across the world research mm-hmm. uh, you know if uh, people forget that obama initiated the brain project you guys remember that about mm-hmm. a year and a half mm-hmm. ago yeah. i think and also the project on uh, uh, eradicating cancer which is another big project so he has a wider mandate the man is not going anywhere i think he'll stay in washington dc uh, for the for, i think few years until the mm. daughters go off to go to colleges and all that and watch out for michelle obama <laughs> there is a dynasty that is uh, going to come up uh, in that uh, family also michelle or um, oh you mean michelle will run for presidency yeah why not 
Why not? Mm-hmm. He's, saying, he's predicting another Clinton. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is possible. It is a good combination, uh, and he's he's not as controversial as Bill Clinton was even during presidency. Oh, so, Bill Clinton was uh, never controversial. Uh-huh. 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 The charms. <laughs> I, I just Bill wish Clinton. this was a video <laughs> podcast, and you you could see Miss Vashish's fangirl moment, blushing. Uh-huh. 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 Blushing. No, but but so no, I'll tell you uh, the reason. Coming back to Modi's so, uh, visit to. Um, Obama is not because of the lame duck part. There's political implications. Yeah, yeah. no, also. absolutely. And he, this is a state visit, the, and he a state dinner and all that stuff. The the road that India is building from Chabahar all the way to southern Afghanistan is being financed by the United States. This is not happening. Uh, That's happening. why I said, nah, so I've, his visit is a full circle. Yeah. We went uh-huh. to Iran, Afghanistan. Stopped over at Qatar to make sure that our oil supplies are not uh, going to get affected because yeah. they're rising. The oil or prices are rising, rising again. again by the no, no, but I have another theory. I think they are not going to go beyond sixty. No, no, they won't. At uh, least this is a substantial. Is, yeah. yeah, this is coming back to fifty. India should itself. be fine. India should be fine, but again, what happens is I don't know about Texas, but India should be fine. <laughs> from Qatar, he's coming back to the United States to address the joint sessions of Congress, which is again a rare honor, mm. uh, so early in his term, two years, and then also to try to uh, make uh, some consolidation of uh, the agreements that were signed in the past two years and see what this what the progress is. Mm. Try to prod the NRI community. Right now, the dollar value is still holding at a all-time high 67 point something mm, mm, mm. Um, the NRIs and the PIOs and the OCIs have not invested substantially that was what his expectation was for the first two years mm. but there was no instruments people were so fed up I've, I've met many NRIs and people who are like well we want to do it but we, we are not sure what avenues are there without the corruption mm. angle so there is mm. multiple single window clearances that were created which is why Nirmala Sitaraman is also coming in along with him it's not him yeah. alone uh, so consolidation on the um, part. This is wh- where he has to concentrate on going back to your job creation is mm. getting that investment to flow in into airlines, into um, uh, possibly into uh, uh, cold storage and food processing, yeah. which was one of the major events they created as a back. Food processing, me, I think they allowed a very 100%, high FDI. Hundred percent. Hundred percent FDI. FDI. Yeah. So my uh, the reason why I think this is very very significant is his trip. A, he's going to address the Congress, um, which which would be it would be a treat to see what he is going to talk about. Um, that is one part of the whole thing, and a state dinner is also. Uh, um, uh, you know, a big honor that is coming his way, as you said uh, early. Uh, thing. I believe he's meeting some CEOs as well, um, which is which he met last time also. But this is a good way to keep he's up also, with. And there um, is also a session that he's addressing. I forget which session, but um, uh, it's fortieth session of some organization or institute or something. In DC. Yeah, in DC. Yeah. I, I, for, I forget about that. Yeah. Um, but but so, but one um, one one more thing. One one really important. And this is what I prefaced with that if Iran was. Uh, uh, start of a project, Afghanistan was strategic, Qatar was financial and US is a bit of both. Uh, also don't forget about the Chinese angle um, and this I was listening to a very interesting podcast that Sadan Dumi did for with the AEI I've only listened to half of it but he was saying that when it comes to the Chinese uh, China's hegemonic influence or the possible hegemonic influence India and US are on the same page 
where they want to check. So I don't know if that is also going to be on the table it is as a because, discussion. Because Bangladesh denied a, a port construction project to China and has allocated, almost is on the verge of allocating it to India. Not just that. I, there is an interesting thing about India building a road from India to Thailand via Myanmar. And I read a very interesting report that Indian engineers are doing a lot of work on bridges and stuff in Myanmar. So uh, there is technology sharing that's happening. Yeah. And you know, again, uh, using, using the Twitter gossip, there is this string of pearls theory but <laughs> but the extension of india's influence from afghanistan all the way back to central asia only last time happened during king bharata's time <laughs> can you imagine the significance king bharata the silk road connectivity that we used to have an un um, kind of uh, unhindered uh, mm. uh, supply line. Yeah. I, I was only going as far as the prime ministers, but you went even before. The <laughs> no, because we are we are Bharat, na. Uh, uh, you know, I brought the. But his um, even his worst critics have agreed that his um, foreign policy is something. So you that mean has critics on Swarajya? <laughs> his worst critics have agreed that you know. Um, uh, we are in a Muhammad Ali mode, are you? I am. Okay, so no, I, coming back to foreign policy, oh. his uh, worst critics have agreed that his foreign policy... Don't give Sunaya a reason to blush again. Uh -huh. No, his foreign policy um, has made the world sit up. So that is that is phenomenal. And the foreign policy has been comprehensively trying to bring back India's stature, which was there during Narasimha Rao and Vajpayee's time. It had completely plummeted during Manmohan Singh's tenure. It was somehow, at least after the last uh, uh, four years of his term, it had become it had nosedived to the extent that Indian businessmen were being looked upon as touts and agents. You know, yeah. and so that stature is back, that prestige is back. Now, what India can deliver, uh, at least in the next three years, is building infrastructure build 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 and build and that get jobs 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 as no, I, and, 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 I said it to the um, you know minister of finance um, state minister of state for finance jensen in that little conversation that we had um, on that hangout i did tell him that for next 3 4 years unless you create jobs all this will really mean nothing and and one thing also that the thumb rule in United States is and also in India is like when you create infrastructure corridors and stuff the industries will follow you know around yeah. the infrastructure and so forth uh, so far we've seen the infrastructure in like you know high gear mode with Nitin Gargari I, I don't know if the industries have followed in the same way so that is something we need to see if they followed and that is something a point of that we also raised if you missed it we did an interview with Anandivin Patel the chief minister of yes. Gujarat where we said that when you're doing the vibrant Gujarat summit are the things resulting into investments and so forth they do a study on smart cities and the connectivities that are being created and the airports that are being yeah. built, whether they are uh, directly leading to how much job creation and what extent. So I'm saying all this need to work in sync. Correct. Because You're infrastructure right. happens in the federal level, there are state summits and there are uh, investments which the Correct. federal government or the central government brings, they have to work in sync. And you also had, you know, I think in Karnataka's um, event like that, uh, Arun Jaitley or Venkai Naidu, uh, they went and they represented the government as well when they had the investor summit. And so that is something we also need to see. I don't really recall a lot of um, uh, ministers in the previous government doing the same. God willing, mm -hmm. India has the potential within his own term, this term, first term, mm -hmm. from going from a $2 trillion economy to a $5 trillion economy, oh, which God, is basically a... doubling or two and a half times more, just based on the infrastructure that is getting created. Uh, uh, just, uh. just on the roads, the ports, 
the highways, the railways, which is also an Did integral part. Did you notice Nitin Gadkari had accompanied Prime Minister to Iran? When yeah, mm-hmm. about the because we are doing so many other projects. It's not just about Chawahar. Yeah, yeah. It is about other... Uh, no, no, uh, and as I said, on both sides. Or till sides. Thailand until... Uh, that. And I and like the, the fact that how audaciously we are not even talking about Pakistan. The exclusivity that Afghanistan is going to grant, the mineral-rich Afghanistan yeah. with the United States did not capitalize. They exited hastily. And uh, that is where India is going to sit on it. And this is interesting because when this present um, um, president of Afghanistan came into office, Ashraf Ghani, people were saying that uh, compared to the previous thing, he is you know leaning towards Pakistan. But I think we have uh, really Uh, successfully. No, no, Afghanistan. Afghanistan embodies Muhammad Ali at at its best. Float like a butterfly, sting like like a a bee. Or you, I, I thought you would say the Afghanistan-Indian relationship was uh, first raw, now it's strong. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know how, how Pakistan is going to take that statement. Pakistan must be blushing. Uh, yeah. I am very fond of Afghans. I hope they rebuild their country. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, interesting uh, interesting discussion on this. Whether um, whether Narendra Modi is going to achieve this impossible dream. I, I said impossible because it seemed impossible. Uh, remains to be seen. It's very interesting about what... The, uh, Harita Pusarla wrote a fantastic piece on Modi's Iran visit. I would please urge everyone to go on Mindmakers and read that piece. And, uh, you know, what it means and so forth. We will be uh, covering Narendra Modi's US visit as well. I mean, surely we'll talk about it next week in next week's podcast. We are also trying to get a couple of very insightful pieces on it. So you'll, 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 you'll be kept posted about what happens and what are the happenings on... Um, on this um anything else that you would like to add in the week's news that you saw made the news or something i thought vinay sastavati's rebuttal to tavleen singh's article in indian was express quite nice. was quite nice on the maharashtra yeah. um and uh, congratulations to vinay sastavati on being a Rajya Sabha mp now right along yeah. with nirmala sitaram yeah. and yeah. Piyush goyal mj akbar uh, suresh MJ. prabhu and uh, f- from the bjp from the congress chidambaram won No, not yet. Not yet. yet. Kapil, that's the that's the most crucial uh, race on 11th June. But he's there. But yeah, but there is an independent candidate as well, who is uh, (laughs) who's against Mr. Simple. And you know the interesting thing, her proposers are rebel MLAs from other parties. <laughs> so that is the that is the most curious thing. So nobody knows which way this is going to go. Going to go. Huh? And and Ajit Singh has I think eight or nine MLAs and, in uh, the. Nirmala ji has also Nirmala Sitharaman has. Yeah, also yeah, she's she's Karnataka, Karnataka, Karnataka unopposed. Yeah. yeah, I mean they have filed the nominations. They're probably going to be elected unopposed. Yeah, so yeah. it is UP is where the real fight is, where there is one extra candidate yeah, yeah. supposedly. Uh, pro- but support- I'd like to see the numbers increase. I think there's a moratorium until 2022 where they were not going to increase the Lok Sabha. We are a country of 1.3 billion people being ruled by 700 people, of which 250 just nod their heads. 750 people say, kya hota hai? Kuch nahi Not hota. just that, I just find it crazy that Malkaj Giri constituency in Andhra ah, Pradesh. 20 lakh. 20 lakh people! Yeah. I am from that constituency. 20 lakh low voters. It is, it is about the population. I mean, uh, probably 10 lakhs less than uh, Houston. They have to, they have to actually redivide it. I think Arun Jaitley was the progenitor of that uh, moratorium. Hmm. Ah, And the law minister. And I think they put a 20 year uh, thing that 2022 may they hang it. Numbers. See, I I have another theory also. If your MLAs or MPs or something, they start 
dealing with less number of people in the constituencies their losing and winning margins are less say 500 1000 so when 10 people go and tell tell them that this is a problem it will be paid heat to yeah, now yeah. if if you have an mp who's winning continuously by 2 lakh votes probably you know 10 people 20 people i'm just saying this is pure arithmetic nothing else so i am firm believer of a system like almost uk where uh, the mp wins by 15000 20000 votes and stuff like that because that makes it truly representative no, but in a very competitive and a desireful country like india where everybody wants to be start with an mla mlc mp and then naturally uh, minister uh, you have to make way for that aspiration varna aisa ho jata hai na people will feel forever 30 years they'll spend by the time they become an MP, you mm. know, that's not fair. Because, I mean, f uh, right now, the country of India's size is something we probably need like a thousand Lok Sabha seats. Minimum, minimum, that's yeah. what I feel. I yeah. mean, yeah. at least thousand. I mean, you're talking about like insane amount of constituencies. And it should be proportional to the population. No, and it's odd. So, I'll tell you a very, very interesting I agree. I'll tell you a very interesting thing, right? Um, Gujarat has 182 MLAs in the uh, Vidhan Sabha. Rajasthan has 200, if I'm not mistaken. Gujarat sends 26 MPs to the Lok Sabha. Rajasthan sends 25. The, I mean, what? Why? And, why? And, and Tamil Nadu and Madhya Pradesh have a similar conundrum. That the is, population that is wise. the moratorium. India did not have the numbers back then. That's mm. why he said, Achha, nahi uh -huh. Now yeah. they have the numbers. They, they can should debate change on that. it. They can debate on this. That's uh -huh. a very uh -huh. valid uh -huh. debate. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Tamil Nadu, uh, Madhya Pradesh may be the same uh, thing. I think their populations are relatively similar, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. And Tamil Nadu has 39 MPs and Madhya Pradesh has 29. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And I think this is a great valid point. You know, we are raising through Mind Podcast that something that these people need to look into one more time. You mm. know, Plus, uh, they don't use their funds. Why do you even allocate yeah, funds, funds to them? To them. Mm. You know, mm. this is find almost like other discretionary ways to do funds. It. Yeah, yeah, find other ways so to that's, do that's it. That's something. And then I don't even in UP, like 80 seats might be expanded more and so forth. UP will have yeah. more. more. So, yeah. anyways, uh, and then we, we are not going to get into the table, uh, uh, debate of uh, smaller states because uh, I think all of us agree that there should be smaller states, but I have had plenty of debates on Twitter on that and that merits a whole new podcast. Yeah. I mean, I know there are people ready to pounce on me for suggesting that when I last suggested it. So anyways, um, uh, coming to our favorite part every week, recommendations for the week. Uh, Pramod, what are your recommendations? Watch Ali in which uh, yeah. Will Smith acted as the uh, yeah. protagonist. He was ready. I mean, my yeah. God, Pram uh, Pramod was ready with that recommendation. That was an, that's an excellent recommendation for the week. Uh, my recommendation is uh, not about music as I always do. My recommendation is about Steven Spielberg's commencement speech at Harvard this year. 2016 commencement speech at Harvard, Steven Spielberg, watch that. It's about 20 minutes long, it's worth those 20 minutes. You know, you talk about commencement and my recommendation was going to be about music and stuff. The, the, because I got into, I, I was discovering uh, old recordings and I've stumbled upon this in 1991. Lata Mangeshkar was re rehearsing with Shiv Kumar Sharma yes. and Hari Prasad Chaurasia. Yes. The song Lamhe, from Lamhe, Morni Bagama. And you should see, I mean, here you have two legends of classical music and a legend of uh, playback singing, Lata Mangeshkar. Um, uh, listening, like, you know, rehearsing, like, just you know, as I just say, you know, we we would sit back and have a table a conversation, yeah. and the effort that went into there was and one the person who was she was writing, is taking, you know, and, and, and Hari Prasad Chaurasi was singing the song and telling her that okay, here you are, Jagello, here. 
the dedication was insane i mean and then i also plugged some uh, shivhari uh, instrumental theme from silsila but there was a com commencement speech so th those are my two musical recommendations watch those videos i've tweeted those videos you know delightful um, just made me nostalgic about you know kya tha and also commencement speech given by a student in canada about how uh, average is the new um, uh, i watched that uh, that, that came years back two three years back or something how average is the new exceptional and it was one of the funniest speeches i've ever seen the commencement uh, commencement speech given by students watch it on youtube and one more uh, edition you know talking about nataji there was a reason why we did not discuss that ridiculous video that uh, tanmay bhat did on lata and lata didi and sachin tendulkar because um, we don't discuss so called comedians <laughs> that's a beautiful way to end so called comedians absolutely if you haven't read the uh, so called newspaper so called piece uh, yeah. you would probably uh, understand if you have read it but anyways it's not it's it was not worth uh, the time that uh, the news channel spent on it uh, sunda has said probably all of us have said that freedom of expression is a lame uh, debate right now the way it is because there is in india there is freedom of express uh, what what is the word you use freedom of exp I, i forget sunanda what did i use i forget what i say often <laughs> good grief so anyways she says something about uh, freedom of expressions debate in india and how it's um, my god at, at when we are recording that's when that's when we don't remember <laughs> it's it's it's, it's a, the, the big problem the debate because it's not it's not set at the same standard same standard yeah. and stuff i said it's a useless debate in india because you know it doesn't um, mean much as long as we have no no and there are so many restrictions and yeah. and, and stuff posed and people who are who said they are uh, absolute protests on freedom of expression even they are part of the but brigade as defined by salman rushdie yeah. that what they'll say they'll use the word but and what they actually want to say will only come after the but so anyways uh, that it's was the thing critical debate acha we, we forgot we are, i know we are out of time we forgot to talk about the mathura violence we have to talk about that so um, one thing i thought which was completely ridiculous was uh, first of all the violence itself and i read more than the violence there was no no but before we come to that before we come to that i read about this sanstha and this organization and it was like bad shit crazy like the, some of the claims they make and the i read a times of india report where the owner of the organization of the the main guy has some crazy amount of assets i mean this went on for 2 years in this location and uh, um, or had i mean you yeah. know but uh, it's a cult and that needed to be uh, taken out and uh, clearly they had political patronage and uh, that's how you get um that's how you get to squat on the land for about 2 3 years and yeah. that's how you get weapons you don't get weapons that that, that kill 20 people just incident, like that incident incident in waco yeah yeah, yeah. Similar, how, similar 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 and and i was discussing with a friend uh, neha was from up about the same thing that you know the the raj in up the law and order situation is so bad you have only certain people who favor the establishment and police police stations and so forth and it's just getting Worse, and uh, you just needs you're setting it up for like you know <laughs> for better governance. That's yeah. the reason why I did not say I'm not going to start this debate yeah. again. We'll talk about it but again. Yes. But for, I, 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 I want to. Governance. Yeah, because this is too twenty uh, twenty crores. I mean, about the population of Brazil. Yeah. yeah. 
Just think about it. So, no, I mean, from Noida to Gorakhpur is all of you peace. So, I mean, you need to change that. Yeah, so so that's that's the thing. But no, this yeah. is what happened. And it was Akhilesh Yadav. So you question Hema Malini for our appearances or the lack thereof in our constituencies. Question, question film stars about what they do in their constituencies, whether they've done that's much or not. Debate. But that's a separate debate. Although I do admit that uh, tweeting about movies when your constituency is burning is not really the smartest idea as well. So no, she didn't know. No, that's not a valid reason. If you are in, see, I, I, I agree that media should not hound. But in the age of social media, when you are on freaking Twitter and you, you know, you are tweeting about Ekthi Rani. I mean, come on. She, no, she, that is another recommendation I have for politicians: is don't outsource your uh, social media tweeting to your. Media. Yeah. Yeah. You that must that, have also done. She must have outsourced it to her PR. Yeah, absolutely. PR, you know, it's a PR disaster now. But not all politicians do it. Also, I, I, I know a lot of politicians who do their own tweeting. As well. Yeah, yeah, no, we do, we do. So, but um, in this case, it was a PR disaster. PR disaster, and that's what I was saying. It was rubbish to, yeah, for her to indulge in that. But anyways, it's still Akhilesh Yadav's responsibility. Anyways, we end this rather longish mind podcast. We'll be back next week. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Till then, this is Adit Kapadia saying goodbye. We'll be back next week. Thanks.